Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Ryan Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for joining us on this week's edition. Looking forward to next week's PGA Championship, plus a lot of storylines in the game of golf. And we got a jam-packed lineup for you. Our good friend Jeff Rude, a senior writer and a great veteran journalist, will join us coming up here in about 20 minutes. We're going to replay our annual playing of the Byron Nelson interview in honor of this week's Byron Nelson Invitational Championship. Which one is it, Bob? Is it Invitational or Championship? It's at and Oh, it's just the the AT&T. Oh, that's where you're going. <laughs> it's the Byron Nelson. That's what we call it. Karen Stupples also will stop by and uh, discuss this blunder by the NCAA at Baton Rouge. The caddy is uh, going to give us an insight on the ocean course at Kiowa. And Guy Yoakum, uh, another veteran golf journalist, will bring it all home on the back nine as we wrap up our PGA preview. Bob, it's been an interesting one. Let's start with Rory McIlroy picking up a win last week at Quell Hollow, his third uh, on that golf course, and it's good to see him back first time as a father, and it happened on Mother's Day. Yeah, and, you know, uh, like you said, it was his third, but it was his first on the PGA Tour, and so um, it's a great place for him to go back to. He has great feelings there. He's able to um, shoot some good scores there, and he played phenomenal on the weekend, especially on Sunday coming down the stretch. Yeah, it's always good to go back to where you got your first win. Uh, also, uh, Aria Jutanagarn getting a win again yep. in her native Thailand, uh, which is great. And it just continues this trend, Bob, of players that have uh, previously been at the top of the golf world that are finding their game once again. So some pretty cool stories to see these players gaining some form. And we'll talk to Karen Stupples more about Aria coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Care to weigh in on this NCAA blunder? I'll call it the blunder at Baton Rouge. What's your thoughts? It's a pretty crazy situation for these for the girls not to be able to play at all um, and uh, not even give players a chance and some of the great teams in the country the top rack teams in the country got eliminated from it because they weren't the top seeds going in so um it's it's difficult it's difficult not to let them have an opportunity to play and they should have let them have an opportunity to play in my opinion seven inches of rain in a couple of days is not enough to just call it a, a not unplayable not championship quality so 
We're just going to go with the way it was seated and not let them play. That's the one thing about golf, Bob. It's all about how you play. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Golf is all about what do you do on this when it counts the yeah. most. And, yeah. and that's what's most disappointing. And those girls were ready to go after it. Phil Mickelson ex- uh, accepts a special exemption into the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. I'll get your take on that coming up next. We're just getting started here. Plus, looking forward to Kiowa next week and the PGA Championship. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, you're listening to Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to brian taylor and bob casper on real golf radio real golf radio 
Hey, White Hot is the most iconic, most played, and most decorated putter insert of all time. It's set the industry standard for over 20 years, and it's a design that tour players demand, and Callaway and Odyssey are bringing it back, and they're making it better than ever. Check out the new White Hot OG, available at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And uh, we thank you for joining us. Looking forward to next week's PGA Championship at Kiowa Island, returning to the Ocean Course, where Rory McIlroy won by eight strokes nine years ago in 2012. He was a mop-top kid back then. He's all clean-shaven and grown up and a dad now and coming off of a win and has to be the favorite, certainly, going into next week. But before we dive into that, Bob, you were just talking off the air that uh, yeah. you've, you've been caught in these same situations that these ladies found themselves in in, in Louisiana at this sectional. Yeah, you know, it's a tough situation to have to go into a rain delay or be delayed because of of weather. One year I was at tour school up in Sacramento. Um, We teed off. It was a rain. It was rainy day when we started. Uh, We teed off, played about I I personally played nine holes and I was one over par for nine holes. And um, I was probably in the top five at that point in time. Um, And. The rain continued to fall, and as we got into the fairway on the 10th hole, it started to puddle on the greens, and they halted play, and it didn't look like it was going to change. So basically what they did is they washed out the round. Um, They washed out the next round. We couldn't play also because of rain, and then we had to play 36 holes um, and and then two 18-hole rounds. And and you get in a position like that, and – um, you, you're either not allowed to play or some of your really good play, um, gets wiped out. Um, it's a difficult situation. Uh, I know personally, I was a little upset because I, I was playing well. I was probably top five at the time, 20 or 30 guys qualified and, uh, to get off to a good start in bad conditions when other guys were having a difficult time, um, was a real advantage for me but the round got washed out. Yeah, that is a shame, man. That's uh, You know, and some people say, oh, that's golf, rub of the green. But look, these, these are different, more emotional. There's different, more emotional types of situations, um, you know, in, in varying degrees. And look, let's not forget, these ladies had their NCAA tournament opportunities canceled for COVID last year. Yes. So here they come back again, finally looking forward to that opportunity, had put themselves in that regional position only to be told we're not going to let them play. We'll ask Karen Stupples about that coming up next yeah. hour in more yeah. detail. Really anxious to get her thoughts. And then pretty cool at Barstool Sports has yes. uh, is, is trying to pull off, and we'll see if it gains any legs. But um, basically Barstool inviting them all to Arizona and say, hey, look, screw the NCAA. We'll do it on our own here. And uh, they do have to get permission, make sure they don't violate anything, and uh, which you know probably isn't going to happen, but nevertheless. Well, they did They did get permission, and they are going to have the event, and it's going to be played in Arizona. And those teams that got washed out that weren't able to play um, are going to be able to play. Oh, so they granted them? It's all done. They granted <laughs> okay. it. Okay. All right. So I hadn't seen that news so come teams down. teams eliminated. These are the teams eliminated. Arizona or Oregon State, Houston, Miami, North Texas, Purdue, Mississippi State, Tulsa, Sam Houston State, Kennesaw State, East Tennessee State, Jacksonville State, and uh, what is it, Quinnipiac? Um, they're all going to be able to go play in this event um, at uh, Whirlwind Golf Club, Cattail and Devil's Claw courses in Chandler, Arizona. All right, hats off. I mean, let's see. What do I do? I have one of these things? Nope. That's there's the one. Yeah, there's, there's the one. The one. Yeah. yeah, let's give a standing O there, Barstool. Way to go, yeah. man. I mean, that's. I mean, it's cool, right? I mean, it's not the same thing, but at least it's something. And you know, I. 
I, I guess I'm a little surprised that the NCAA allowed that to happen. And at the same time, I can see them saying, look, they're eliminated. Their season's over. Go play in another yep. tournament. What, yep. what do we care at this point in time? So it is a little bit egg on their face, though, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. And the tournament is named the Let Them Play Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, they're limited on certainly what they can hand out in prizes and that type of thing based on amateur status and NCAA yep. rules. But it would be pretty neat if they gave them something that would be uh, even more spectacular. Than, you mm-hmm. know what? This thing's not over. We'll see. It could be. I wonder what other tour players and other industry leaders all pile on to make this kind of a, a, a special event. That's going to be neat to see how this continues to unfold. All yep. right, um, Bob, uh, we, we talk about this week, the Byron Nelson. Uh, Sam Burns, I mean, wow, blistering, you know, with the golf course took on some water as well at TPC Craig Ranch hosting the Byron Nelson for the first time so ball in hand that opening round players went low uh, including Jordan Spieth went nine under par but Sam Burns went 65-62 second round was supposed to be playing a little bit more difficult but not for Sam Burns who sets the pace at 17 under he's got a two-shot lead over Alex Noren who's at 15 under par KH Lee at 14 Doc Redman at 13 JJ Spawn at 12 and there's Jordan Spieth he came back after that 63 with a 70 and he's with a host of players there at 11 under par. Yeah, uh, uh, some of those guys are Matt Kuchar, Patton Kazire, Seamus Power, Charles Schwartzel, and Carlos Ortiz, all at 11 under par. Some of the names we haven't heard like for a said, while. they're tar- tied for sixth. Yeah, tied for sixth there. So, hey, how about Jordan, though, right? I mean, he got he, he revealed that he's been out because of COVID, sat longer than what he expected, and now he's back playing a oh, great opening round and got the crowd behind him. Look, he's still in it. I mean, 63-70 is no slouch. He's 11 under par. By the way, the cut came at six, second right. lowest in tour history, uh, which seven under par. Of the, uh, what's your thoughts on Jordan heading into next week in the PGA? Well, you know, it's pretty interesting. He played the week before the Masters in San Antonio, and he wins that golf tournament coming off that four-year drought, um, so to speak, with his with his wins. Um, and he played well at, at Augusta, was right there in the mix, and, and uh, didn't, you know, didn't end up winning the golf tournament. But, it, you know, but just fitting, if he wins again in Texas, in Dallas, in, in the Byron Nelson, and going into the PGA Championship, which is, which is next week. So, but we've seen him win the week before um, a major championship, and then go on to win a major. And the last time he did that was the Open Championship. And don't forget, this is an important one as yep. he has the opportunity to complete the career grand yes, he slam. Does. So, uh, for Jordan, Rory playing well—that's exciting stuff for next week. Jeff Rude's going to join us coming up next. I want to get your thoughts, Bob, more on the Phil Mickelson thing. We'll do that at the top of the hour. Uh, Jeff Rude, Byron Nelson, still to come right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Roos Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals, so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Really excited to welcome in a good friend of ours. Our next guest is a veteran golf journalist who has covered more major championships than I've even seen in my lifetime. Jeff Rude joining us right now. What's up, Rude? How are you? Uh, good to be with you guys. I miss you guys, and you, you make me seem old by saying you, uh, I've covered more than you've seen. Is actually lazy, be- is lazy because yeah. I forgot how many. Yeah, it's over a hundred, but I, uh, uh, you guys make me sound like I'm a hundred years old, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, you're very, you're very young. Are you kidding me? What you were telling me, you're working out six days a week. I work out six days Sometimes a year, seven. so. Yeah. Well, yeah, twelve ounce curls. Do they count? Oh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> I see you working. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, how many in a row? Like eighty in a row, or something like that? I covered eighty-two in a row and mm. over a hundred. You know. Uh, and I tell you what, I loved every minute of it. I really did. I loved, uh, uh, man, I'm grateful for the run I had, uh, for, for doing all that. And, you know, those saying, uh, 
off air, just all those days, Tuesday, Wednesday on the practice range, picking the, picking the minds of the greatest players in the world. I mean, uh, you can't put a price tag on that. I mean, that was just, uh, and, and getting, you know, getting to know the best players in the world as a result of that too, you know, as opposed to just covering an event, sitting in the press room. Isn't it great to, um, to go to major championships? There's a different feeling around a major championship when, um, when it seems like more is on the line than just regular PGA tour events. Don't you think? There's no question about it, Bob. There's absolutely no question. They feel special. They feel different. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's, there's more electricity. There's more pressure. There's more, you know, there's more everything, intensity and so forth. Uh, you know, you're going to get more from players on the range Tuesday and Wednesday at regular tour events than you are at the majors because guys have their game faces uh, screwed on a little tighter at the majors, but, uh, uh, I loved being at the majors. I, I, I just, uh, you know, uh, couldn't get enough of them. Wish there was more than four. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, Jeff Rude joining us here. There's, there were a few people that commanded a presence in a press room like Jeff Rude. I mean, uh, what do you got? Like size 17 feet, you know, about six, well, five, not... you know, got the stogie uh, hanging out, not lit, uh, well. the hat on, the sunglasses around the neck and just kind of lumbering around and, and looking at you like, what, you want a piece of me? And I remember being super intimidated. This is a good lesson out there because people aren't always as they seem. And, uh, you know, we, we've become great friends and Jeff's one of the softest, kindest guys that I know, but, uh, you know, there, he, he's not afraid to light somebody up too. And he was, he was intimidating presence. But anyway, I, I just remember as a young, as a young radio guy walking into some of my first media uh, rooms, uh, being being a little little on edge around Mister Rude. Well, you got the lumbering part uh, right. I was never really in a hurry. I did. Uh, they called me the lumbering. Rex Hoggard and Babin called me the lumbering giant. But uh, uh, you're a couple inches off on the height at six three, not uh, not six five. Uh, uh, you know, not exactly Paul Bunyan, but. Uh, 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 and I gave up cigars, so that that's a good thing. Okay. The older you get, yeah. You know, uh, the older you get, the uh, more important. It's amazing. The more important health seems to matter. You know. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice job. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen. Yeah. Before we get into Kiowa and the PGA next week, the Byron Nelson's yeah. going on this week. That's your old stomping grounds. Spent a lot of time with Dallas Morning News. Um, Tell us about your your thoughts on on the Byron Nelson as an event. Where would you put it? I'm guessing it's it's pretty high on your list as PGA Tour events and any memories you have with interactions with uh, with Lord Byron. You know, I was I'm very lucky. Uh, you know, I was the beat guy there uh, '91 and '95, and then uh, covered it every year uh, for many years. I covered 21 Nelsons in a row. Uh, I got to know Byron very well. Was at his house. Uh, uh, you know, it was his beat guy. Uh, we're very proud to call him a friend. Um, I mean, you can't have a better friend than Byron Nelson. I mean, uh, uh, everybody not only liked him, everybody respected him. Um, you know, I mean, just there's all kinds of memories. I mean, one of, one of the memories was my first Nelson in, in, uh, in 92, uh, the leader of the golf tournament when uh, regulation ended did not win the tournament. Uh, what, what they did, the, the, the third round was ending, and they sent guys out 
to start the fourth round and a, a pro from uh, Oklahoma named Jim Wood, uh, Woodward, uh, yep. uh, Oklahoma State guy, went out and went birdie-birdie on one and two. When they blew the siren, they reverted the 54 holes. And the playoff with uh, Litsky, Raymond Floyd, uh, and Billy Ray Brown, uh, uh, Jim fell one shot shy of that. And, and so, I mean, of all the events I've covered, and I can't I don't even know how many, how many there are over, over 30-some years, uh, the leader of the golf tournament when regulation ended did not win. That was the first. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, but Byron was, uh, uh, you know, Byron was, uh, he was a special guy. And, and what a memory he had. I mean, I remember in 1995 sitting down with him to go over, uh, you know, the 50th anniversary of his uh, of his 11th straight streak. And, uh, you know, we went, we went event by event, and he was remembering stuff. And, you know, and I went back and, and fact checked it, and you know, uh, by and large, he was he was he was spot on. But um, you know that that made it special. That that event was really special to me. I mean, the the Western Open was always special to me because I was an Evans Scholar. But and then and then the majors. But uh, uh, you know, having a relationship with Byron Nelson made that place cool. Yeah, you know, we had a chance um, early on when when we were doing Real Golf Radio, Brian and I, to to sit down and do an interview with Byron Nelson, Lord Byron Nelson, and you know, we we just wanted to you know talk about about his career and and the cut streak that Tiger Woods was on and everything, and uh, you know, thirty thirty five minutes later, we were done chatting and and talking, and and he like. Like you said, he started with the year prior to that that phenomenal year, and then um, and then went through the whole year with us. And it's uh, it's an amazing it's an amazing interview that we've been able to c- capture and, and keep, and uh, and we play right. it every year at this time of year. Yeah, you'll yeah. hear it next uh, if you, you hang know, around. Yep. You know, you guys you guys know is uh, that. Uh, 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 but Byron and, and, and Ben Hogan grew up in the same caddy yard, caddying at Glen Garden mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in Fort Worth. And uh, they were friends and rivals. And then something happened where they had a bit of a falling out. Um, you know, the only time since 67 when Preston Trail opened that they were photographed was in 92 when I got them to photograph together. They photographed it. Uh, I have the autograph photos on my wall. They photographed together at, at Colonial. Um, you know, and when, when Hogan died in, in 97, I think. Yeah. Uh, 97, uh, uh, the, the, uh, PGA was at wing at Wingfoot that year. Uh, that's right. Davis mm-hmm. Love one. Yeah. And, Davis, uh, yeah. Martin, da- Mar- Martin Davis had a party at his house and Byron was there. Um, and he pulled me aside. He goes, uh, Jeff, I need to talk to you. He pulled me aside and he, 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 he said, you know, uh, Sam Sneed was a pallbearer at, at Hogan's funeral. And, uh, you know, I just kind of went, I, I was not, he, he was hurt by it. He goes, I just kind of went in the side door and sat in the back of the church. And, and, uh, uh, he, he was, he was legitimately hurt and he wanted to reach out to me and tell me that. Um, uh, and, uh, the, the, the other story that, uh, Jim Murray, who was also a pallbearer, uh, at Hogan's funeral, 
uh, uh, told me one time that uh, they were they were going from the church to the cemetery, and uh, Sam Snead was going off about how Hogan was Player of the Year in uh, what would have been 1950, the comeback year, and Snead won like ten times, and Hogan won uh, Hogan won once the U.S. Open, and was Player of the Year, and Sam was going, you know, he shouldn't have been Player of the Year. I should have been player of the year. I won 10 times and, and Murray turned to Sam in the car on the way to the cemetery. He goes, this, uh, uh, Sam, for God's sakes, we're going to put the man in the ground. We let it go. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I don't think Byron would have been talking like that. No, no. no. Interesting. No. no. Wow. Yeah. Those are good memories. Uh, well, let's shift gears just for a minute uh, while we have you in the few minutes we have left. Kiowa Island coming up next week, PGA Championship. Nine years ago, it was a mop top Rory McIlroy who, you know, wasn't exactly yeah. in form coming into the week. I think he'd missed four of eight cuts. And, and here he is this year He where he wasn't exactly in form, but suddenly won at Quell Hollow. And now he's the favorite next week, and you know he's cut his hair, and he's a dad now, so things are a little different after nine years. But what's your thoughts on um, you know Rory is the betting favorite right now? What do you like next week at Kiowa? Well, if, uh, I tell you what, I like him if he chips and putts like he did at, at Quail Hollow last week in the mm-hmm. Wells Fargo. I mean, he was he was second in scrambling and third in putting, and and, and, and we've watched Rory for I mean, he hasn't won a major since uh, two thousand and fourteen which is hard to believe. I mean, you know, uh, but then again, Tiger Woods didn't win a major for 11 years. So, uh, you know, there, there's only four of them. They're hard to win. Uh, you know, as McElroy, you know, R- Rory's been a streaky putter and his chipping's never been all that great. Uh, and he was spectacular in both categories. Uh, so, you know, if, if he reproduces that, which it won't be easy to reproduce by the way, um, you know, uh, I like him, and then just round up the, you know, round up the, you know, the the usual suspects. Uh, you know, I like the way Jordan Spieth is playing. I wouldn't, you know, I mean, that guy just needs to will the ball in the hole. He's got to, he's got to hop back in the step. Uh, John Rahm doesn't ever seem to play poorly. Uh, you know, just go down the list of the top. Uh, DJ seems a little off, right? Yeah, uh, a lot of the guys are off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So you, know, you just, it'll be you just mentioned Jordan Hopefully Spieth. the buses are yeah. running better. Right? Hopefully we have some. Yeah. yeah the, we, you remember, remember that? How bad was that? <laughs> four, there was a four-hour bus ride oh. from Kiowa to, uh, to the media hotel in, uh, in Charleston, uh, uh, which oh. was normally like a 20-minute ride. Right? Uh, and yeah. you remember everybody yeah. on the bus was doing interviews, right? So everyone's like turned to the window trying not to talk over everybody else. But everyone's, I mean, I'm doing updates. Guys over here do it just like we're doing here. Everyone's on their phones doing updates because you just, you know, people were anticipating we'd have time to do them by then. But you're everyone's stuck in the bus. It was a big chatterbox of PGA Championship updates going on from the bus at Kiowa. <laughs> yeah, I think my buddy, I think we were on that bus so long. I think my buddy Dan Jenkins had two naps, not one on that ride. <laughs> Hey, hey, Jeff, you were you were just mentioning you mentioned Jordan Spieth. And one of the things that I like about the today's game is you've got, you know, you've got a few guys that have an opportunity to win the career Grand Slam, although nobody's Mm -hmm. ever done it with the PGA Championship. Arnold and uh, Tom Watson both needed to win the PGA to get the career Grand Slam. Um, Thoughts, you know, Jordan, of course, wins earlier this year. He's playing well. Um, seems like, like you said, he's got that spring in his step. Do you think he's got a pretty good chance this week? I think so. 
I think so. And, you know, uh, and I think Kia will kind of, uh, uh, seems to fit him, you know, uh, you know, you got to scramble there, right? You got to putt well yeah. there. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think Rory's ball striking just blew everybody out of the water. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm just going on nine year memory. Um, yeah. you know, he, he just seemed to, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I hear people talk about, you know, who's the best player in the game if everybody's playing their best, you know, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people say Rory simply because mm-hmm. of that swing. Is there a better swing, uh, in, in golf than McElroy? You know, maybe Louis Eustazen, you know, maybe there's somebody else, but uh, I think if I could have any swing, I'd probably want McElroy's swing. Yeah. Yeah. No, we yeah. do that. We do 100%. that same debate all the time here on the show. And if everyone had their A plus game, who do you like? And it's a fun conversation. But I, I think we've always settled on Rory as well. Um, guy, just cannot. How do you not love watching that guy swing a golf club? Well, Jeff, we appreciate you taking some time. It's always great to catch up to you. Hey, can we can we just plan ahead right now and and do one for a month from now and and relive Tory Pines two thousand and eight because. That was something as we head back to the U.S. Open in San Diego. I mean, what, what the way that thing went down and Rocco Media in the middle. I mean, that, that was that was something. So, can we just plan to do this again in a month? Well, yeah, yeah, let's do that. We'll talk about a guy who won a, a, a U.S. Open on a broken leg and had to go. Yeah, and by the way, and had to go ninety holes to do it. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> ninety. 91, didn't he? Was it was it 91? Was there a sudden death yeah, on top they of had that? Yeah, 19th hole. On 19th hole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 91 holes uh, on, a, yep. on a broken leg. Yeah. That's yep. phenomenal. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be glad to do it. Let's talk again. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Be good, guys. All right. There you go. Jeff Rude, and he didn't even give us his famous line, he was born rude. What's your excuse? But the guy's fantastic, <laughs> and uh, we'll look forward to that conversation as we reminisce on Tiger. Looking forward to the U.S. Open in June. All right. We'll do, uh, take a short break. As we, de- as we teased earlier, Byron Nelson, the interview, coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is... We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago. 
because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you. I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Brian and Bob back with you here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you by Callaway and the new Epic Speed Driver. Epic ball speeds start with Callaway's new AI-designed jailbreak speed frame. Previous jailbreak architecture stiffen the body in the vertical direction by applying artificial intelligence. This structure improves stability in horizontal and torsional direction for increased ball speeds across the face. If you haven't tried it, check it out at CallawayGolf.com or your favorite retail, the new Epic Speed Driver from Callaway Golf. It's the Byron Nelson this week, and as such, we play, as promised, our annual replay of our interview with Lord Byron Nelson. I started caddying at Glen Garden Country Club at Fort Worth when I was 13, and uh, I liked the game from the very start. I never, I'd been a country boy, and my people, my people were farmers, and uh, when we moved to town, I'd never heard the name of golf. See, golf was all, golf was very small in those days. And uh, I'd never heard the name of golf and found some of my friends had an extra dime a quarter to spin, which you didn't have those days and times was to, to just go out and spin. And uh, so I found out they had them, and I found out that they caddies at Lid Garden. So I went over, got my name on the list, and they had more caddies than then than did, uh, did players. <laughs> but I loved it right from the start. Well, that's tremendous. Obviously, uh, it loved you as well. And, it, you know, in 1945, I alluded to it a minute ago, you won 11 straight tournaments and 18 times that year. Can you describe your attitude or your frame of mind during that time and that year? Well, let me break you up just a little bit ahead of that. I had a good year in 44. I, I think the 22 tournaments or something like that or more, and I won eight. Wow. Okay, and I finished well in money. I, I don't think I ever finished worse than 10th all year. And then so uh, I found out doing inventory of what I did in 1944. Uh-huh. And there wasn't anything there very serious about anything. Except for going through that, I found careless shot, more than uh, careless shot, careless shot. Not, not all the time, but more than any other one thing, and chip poorly, chip poorly. That was the only question in the whole year about the way I played. 
<laughs> right. So I made an, I made my New Year's resolution uh, from D.C. The, the last one, the 18th that year, was at Linden Garden, where I'd started as a caddy, mm. called Fort Worth Open, and it was two weeks before Christmas. So <clears throat> the weather was cold, the greens frozen, a few things like <laughs> that. But anyway, uh, so uh, I made up my mind then, from then to the time I went to California, that <clears throat> I was not I was not going to play a careless shot, and I was going to work on my chipping a little bit. Right. All right. That's what led into '45. Wow. In '44, I, I shot. I'd averaged the lowest score, 69.67. That was a record at that time. And now that in '45, then the total for the year was 68.33. So that's a stroke and a third per round. It don't sound like much, but that's five for a tournament. That's huge, and, yeah. And you're playing, you're playing well, why you're going to be somebody when you yep. do that. You bet. So that's, that started my year. My game was such, I was playing very comfortably. I wasn't particularly working on anything in my game except being careful about uh, not rushing. I'm not, I'm not talking about in the swing. I mean, Getting in a hurry, walk right. too fast, and so forth. So uh, uh, I just played very easily, very methodically, and very. I had, I developed a great rhythm early in the year. Of course, my rhythm was always pretty good, but I developed a great rhythm in thinking that way, and that's why I was I played so consistently. You know, back to about the winning that many and what it was, what it was. You know, when I when I won fifth one in a row, why there's a little piece about one paragraph in the papers hmm. about the fact that nobody had won over four, so I won five. Now it didn't bother me. I wasn't playing to win another tournament. I was playing hole by hole, by shot by shot, but tournament by tournament, and I'd school myself on that. And I didn't say, "Well, I won six, I got to win seventy, or I won eight, can I win eight. And there was very little said about it until the PGA at 45 at Moraine and Dayton. That was a major tournament. I tied for the medalist at 67, uh, which on Revolta. And uh, so then I had some very good and very difficult matches at a great field. And I finally won, I finally won that tournament by beating uh, Sam in the finals. Right. Normally, you could, I know you can't believe this, Bob. There was so little press people. One or two, or sometimes or three. The first time I won the Masters, I really interviewed once. That was by O.B. Keeler from the Atlanta Journal. Huh. And then, of course, he is covered for Associated Press. Right. Well, when when I won that, there was six press for the PGA Championship. And so when I after I finished, I had many things written about in the paper and things. And when I finished, I'd won the tournament. Then, of course, next I went to interview room and uh, the six men and I interviewed with them. And they said, you know. This is the ninth tournament you won in a row. And I said, I'm glad you guys know it. I nobody else knew so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laughed about it and stuff. So they wrote quite a bit about it. And that's when they started about the in a row thing. Right. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, it was just, it, it never did become a bother till I began getting tired along about the 12th of when I lost. And that, of course, Freddie Haas beat me. Yeah. And matter of fact, he and I had a conversation on the telephone just a few months ago, and uh, we were talking about something business. We're talking about that. He ended up saying, "You remember that term with you? Uh, remember Memphis?" And I said, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> and and he's I was paired with him the last round. 
But being tired with him and him leading me four shots, got my uh, adrenaline going again, and and I I just about caught him, and then I hit hit the pin and the bounced off the ditch and stuff, or water, whatever it was, at the 12th hole, and uh, uh, I made double bogey. And so that put him back to four. Sure. And he said, if if you had hit that flagstick on that hole, said I, I you maybe not knowing, but I, I you'd about had to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you that now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Byron, tell me what your motivation was that year. I know that you had kept a diary and and were were checking on the money that, and that's documented the money that you made. But well, weren't you trying to weren't you trying to buy a farm or a ranch or something? Yes. I was. I'm sitting here right right now. I'm the same place I bought. Wow. At Road Oak, Texas. I've, uh, I had raised the country. I liked the country. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mind the cities. I don't mean that. But I wanted to be out. So, but my my thoughts was this. I wanted to win more tournaments than anybody. I won in a row. But yet I did not focus on that. I really focused on each course, each tournament, each stroke, a whole the time. I learned to do that early in my career because I started, like a lot of young players do, thinking too much ahead of time. Right. And uh, by the time that time comes, why well, you're already lost. But uh, my swing was very comfortable, and uh, I just had a desire to win every important tournament in the United States at least once, including all majors. Those were my goals. Also, my main goal was to make extra money to buy and pay for this place because even my total that year, as good as it was, as great as it was, I made fifty two thousand dollars. Wow. And yeah, it doesn't seem possible, does it? Wow. But I had goals earlier. I wanted to become uh, a prominent player. I won number one I wanted to do was to be a decent sort of man. I wanted to I was a Christian. I'd I raised in the Church of Christ by my wonderful parents and I have continued to do that. And I think because of the actions that I made and the things that I have not done have allowed me to uh, be to have the respect of not only the golfers, but of the people that I have today. Absolutely. Lord Byron Nelson, our guest, tell us about your decision to leave the game at such an early age. Seems like you were right in your prime and, and decided to walk away. Not many guys can do that. Well, I don't think they can, but the thing that, you know, the other thing that I didn't, I hadn't said for you, I was really still was not making much money then at all, and I wanted to do some other things. I wanted to get into other, other, some other ways. I had desires, almost a desire to be an account executive uh-huh. and stuff like that. But of course, I didn't have enough education. I only went to the ninth grade, and I had no background in that. So uh, I started then. The thing that was good. It's the best thing you ever had to me because look. I would not have been on the television. I was the first man that's on television regularly as a commentator, mm-hmm. a, a pro commentator. I started. I started really in 1960. Right. But then I went under contract with. I did freelance thing, uh, radio and TV, mm-hmm. and went with ABC with Rune Arledge and Chris Schickel in 1963 under contract when Nicholas won the PGA here in Dallas at DAC. And I was with him 14 years until 1977. And uh, the thing that that did was when they started the tournament, the Dallas Open would be, you got you got some time? Oh, yeah, we're fine. Go you ahead. Well, when the Dallas Open had played one golf course, one down, one done another golf course, 
And so they never had any continuity of, of people who who run the tournament. Somebody do it one year and somebody else the next, somebody the next. Sure. And it, it was a failure. And uh, so uh, I had, of course, left the tour now and uh, and uh, was uh, doing some television work and radio work here and writing with a ghost writer in the Dallas Times-Herald. So I'd made millions of people that asked me questions, why is the Dallas service so, oh, such a failure? And I quoted just the things I just already said to you about just what was going on. Yeah. So I said it needs to be tied to something other than the Dallas Open. It's going to have to be at some place where that they have the same continuity. You could build continuity of people that are working on the tournament. When you go to what well, you go to DAC one year, you go to Brookhall another year, you go to uh, Lake Lakewood another year. You keep going around, and uh, there's no continuity to it. So I told them that, and so uh, the Sailmanship Club that sponsored our tournament, they had been sponsoring things and raising money to work with delinquent children from 1922. So they were doing a great job of what that money they had. So in 1967, they sponsored the Dallas Open the first time in 1967, and it was at Oak Cliff Country Club. Earl Stewart was a pro there, a good player, and he won the tournament. Well, uh, I had been, now I had built a Preston Trail with the great architect Ralph Plummer, and it was a good golf course. And so in about a couple of three months after the tournament, why one day, W.L. Todd, Phoenix McKnight, and three other men, but W.L. Todd and Phoenix called me uh, from Dallas and said, Byron, yes, it's told me, and we got something we want to talk to you about. We know you're home. We want to see you right now. We're on our way, okay? <laughs> I said, sure. So they came out, pulled up, and came in and sat out, and we started talking. And they said, you know, Preston Trail, you hit Bill Preston Trail. It's a good golf course, and so forth. We talked about that and so forth. And then they said, uh, we've been talking to them about playing the Dallas Open there all the time. And I said, oh, well, that's great. Because it's a good golf course, and it'd be one one golf course, and it's a, uh, said, the only thing about it is to bend on the golf course. So they said, there's one other, one other thing we have to have, and uh, we want to call it the Byron Nelson Classic. So that's how it came about. So I just flabbergasted. I was honored <laughs> so I could hardly speak. So that's the way the tournament started. Wow. In the fall of 67, when they made the announcement, they had, they had a big party downtown Dallas. And governor Conley was there, who was a great governor, a man that got shot along with what Kennedy did. Uh, Hogan was there. DeMerit was there. My mother was there. First time she'd ever been to one of those parties. Sammy Davis. And Lynn Camel were the wow. entertainers. Wow. How about that? So they really kicked it off. And I tell you, we make our tournament makes 10% of all the tour money on charity. There you go. The annual replay of Lord Byron Nelson with us early on in our radio career. And what a treat it is for us to play that every single year. And we honor Byron and his legacy. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up our number one next right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. Future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y Realestate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, thanks for joining us here as we wrap up hour number one. A special thanks to Jeff Rude. Also, you just heard our replay from our interview with Byron Nelson in honor of this week's event, the Byron Nelson Championship. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, Karen Stupples from Golf Channel and NBC, former major champion, will join us. The caddy as well as Guy Yoakum as we look forward to next week's PGA Championship. Plus, tackle all the headlines and storylines. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two is coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has concerns over the violence escalating in the Middle East. Israel uh, has an extra burden in trying to do everything it possibly can to avoid uh, civilian casualties, even as it is rightfully responding uh, in defense uh, of its people. Israel began to position troops along the border with Gaza Thursday as violence with Hamas continues to escalate. Hamas launched rocket attacks at Israel Thursday, leaving at least five people injured when a rocket hit a building near Tel Aviv. And an Israeli airstrike destroyed a six-story apartment building in Gaza City. More than 120 retired military officers calling themselves Flag Officers for America have written to President Biden to tell him his election was less than legitimate and questioning his mental acuity. In the letter, they say, without fair and honest elections that accurately reflect the will of the people, our constitutional republic is lost. USA Radio News. Is a new war with China coming? It's never been this bad, and even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans trade, freedom, technology, and war threats against Taiwan. China is a real threat. All this week on Newsmax TV, Grant Stinchfield looks at the real danger of the Red Dragon and why Americans must be alarmed. Stinchfield shows how Trump's policies with China worked and why Biden's are failing. So tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Stinchfield tells you the real truth on Newsmax, America's fourth highest rated cable news network, on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system, tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune in on Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube. And millions have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphone. You can too. America is tuning into Newsmax because it's real news for real people. Authorities in Florida arrested and charged a 14-year-old boy with murder a day after the disappearance and death of a 13-year-old girl. The parents of Tristan Bailey, a student and cheerleader at Patriot Oaks Academy in St. John's, Florida, reported their daughter missing Sunday morning after she failed to return home the night before. This was not the outcome the St. John's County Sheriff's Office wanted or this community. Um, this was an exhausting search by the neighborhood, by the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. Uh, we have located a body that is preliminarily identified as Tristan Bailey. This is a grieving community, and we're going to respect that grieving community. And I ask you that you put this out there and you help us stand behind this community and let them grieve together. St. John's County Sheriff Rob Hardwick announced that Bailey's body had been found in a wooded area stabbed several times. The unnamed 14-year-old will be charged with second-degree murder. St. John's is about 23 miles south of Jacksonville, Florida. China may soon become the third country to safely touch down on the surface of Mars. On Friday, the China National Space Administration will attempt to land its rover Zurong on the Red Planet. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. The Center for Disease Control says it will update their mass guidelines when they learn more. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The nation's top health officials faced tough questions this week at a Senate hearing on the government's pandemic response. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky was asked about the agency's hesitancy to lift guidance on mask wearing, especially in outdoor settings and among people who aren't fully vaccinated. 
Dr. Walensky later told CNBC that the CDC hasn't updated its mask-wearing guidance because they're still waiting on more data on the real-world effects of the COVID vaccines. So we were looking for science to ensure that the vaccine works just as well in the real-world setting as it did in the, um, in the trials. We need to ensure that the vaccines are working against all of the circulating variants that we have here in the United States. We're following that carefully. And then we need to make sure that you're not an asymptomatic carrier if, in fact, you're vaccinated. So all of that science is emerging. That's what we're following and we will use to update our guidance. At this time, masks are required on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of public transportation traveling into, within, or out of the United States. GOP House of Representative leaders on Wednesday ejected Liz Cheney from their leadership ranks. Cheney says she plans to seek re-election to Congress representing Wyoming. In a statement issued after the vote, former President Trump said, Liz Cheney is a bitter, horrible human being. She has no personality or anything good having to do with politics or our country. End quote. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are one and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, it's hour two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for being with us. As We look forward to next week's PGA Championship at Kiowa Island as well as uh, celebrate uh, this week's Byron Nelson Championship. And there's a lot of storylines to get to. Jordan Spieth playing here at TPC Craig Ranch. It's a home game for him and a few other players as well from the Dallas area. He's at 11 under par, opened with a sizzling 63. Came back yep. in 70s, 11 under. Unfortunately, as good as that is, he's... Six shots back. Uh, Sam Burns <laughs> shot 65-62. How you doing? Uh, at 17 under. But you know what that means, Bob? Guys that shoot 65-62 usually come back with 70-66 or 70-68 yeah. or something like that. So uh, I think there's an opportunity for guys to go out there and shoot a good round and catch them. Yeah, you, you know, you can flip-flop those scores a little bit. Um, Sam Burns, like you said. Um, but, you know, Jordan Spieth is in a position. He shoots 63, uh, shoots 70. If he goes out and shoots 60, you know, six. 67 tomorrow he's going to be right back in the mix um unless some other guys go out and really um take off but you know it's moving day tomorrow and i expect uh, those guys that are a little bit further down to get back 
into better touch. You know, when you start the ta- top of the leaderboard, you start talking about some of the players and favorites for next week. Boy, there's a there's a whole list of players that did not make the cut, Bob, ahead of next week's PGA Championship, and um, you know Brooks Kepka among them as he continues to battle, trying to get things back. He shot seventy one seventies, three under par, not awful, but uh, you got you had to be six under to make the cut this week. Yeah, pretty crazy that it's that it was that low. You know, another guy that missed the cut. Um, is Ricky Fowler, who gets a invite to play in the PGA Championship. He shot five under and missed it by one. Mm. All right, a couple guys that we'll be watching next week. Hey, this Phil Mickelson thing, I didn't have a chance to ask you more about that, but he gets the sponsor exemption, and he accepts it after a couple years ago saying he wouldn't accept it, only if he qualified. Well, and, you know, he came out and made this statement, you can't win if you don't play, and I'm honored and appreciative of the USGA for the opportunity and look forward to playing in my hometown on a golf course I grew up on. So that was that was very gracious in accepting it. Um, and uh, like he said, this is, a, this is a golf course where he needs to be playing. And uh, it's the U.S. Open is the one that he's only missed out on as far as career Grand Slam is concerned. I have no problem with this, regardless of what he said in nope. the past. The hard thing is for Phil to come to terms internally that he's somewhat of a ceremonial player. The rest of us, we just appreciate the opportunity to see somebody as great as Phil Mickelson be a part of the U.S. Open on his home golf course. This is fantastic there. Uh, and uh, we'll everybody will be cheering Phil Mickelson there at Torrey Pines. Well, we got a great back nine, hour number two coming up. Karen Stupples joins us next followed by the caddy and guy yokum on the back nine hour number two of real golf radio this is brian taylor in 22 years of hosting this show the most life-changing experience i've had was getting lasik surgery from hoops vision i met dr philip hoops and dr phil hoops jr over a decade ago they helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits i would experience and the various options i had to choose from one thing was for sure i was done with contacts and glasses what a hassle not ideal for my lifestyle of course i was nervous it's your eyes after all but the hoops vision free consultation was absolutely key they were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things i've gone through and it worked i could see instantly and 12 years later i haven't had any issues at all i can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like mike weir bruce and boyd Summerhays, bob casper and me oh and mention real golf radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your lasik procedure do it now at hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft this ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, appreciate you being with us. And, you know, one of the big stories this week that we've talked about is what happened in Baton Rouge to uh, the ladies playing and competing in the NCAA regionals. And uh, wanted to get uh, always a great perspective. And uh, one of our good friends who does an absolutely fantastic job, always a professional. She's a 2004 Women's British Open champion and Golf Channel and NBC commentator. Karen Stupple's joining us right now. Hey, Karen, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, enjoying enjoying having a week off and uh, catching up on all the news and obviously a little bit taken back about what happened in Baton Rouge, to be honest. Yeah, it's it, it was surprising to me to see. I, I don't know. I, I can't think, and Bob and I have been doing this 20-plus years. I can't think of anything like this where somebody just walks out onto the steps, tells all these young women that they're, hey, really sorry about this. This, this is heart-wrenching for me to tell you, but – and then goes ahead and just tells him and then walks up the steps. It's, it's almost like a, I, I almost thought it was some sort of a prank or something. It was, it was, yeah. uh, it was bizarre. Well, it is, particularly given the fact that every single tournament that, that these players have played in, pretty much across the board, um, you, you, are, you are told that you're going to try and squeeze in as much golf as you can. You're going to try and get it all done. You know, everything, you know, you're literally out there for 15 minutes, you know, play a couple of shots. Next thing you know, the siren goes off again. You're in and out of the clubhouse like a yo-yo sometimes because you're trying to get the, the tournament in. You're trying to get as many holes in as you possibly can. Typically, everything is done uh, to get as much golf in as possible. I mean, I... I mean, I was one of the players in 2013 in the Bahamas when the LPGA had to shorten it to a 12-hole golf course and had a number of par threes rather than par fours because we just wanted to get the tournament in. We wanted to play. Uh, we wanted to play for the sponsors. We wanted to play for, for, for the championships. And so, you know, we managed to we managed to get it done. Mike Wan at the time thought outside the box and, uh, and everything worked out okay. But everybody was working so hard to get the course prepared and, and get organized and ready. So to see this happen is really very strange because this is not what you expect to happen at a, at a championship. So do we talk just a little bit about that? I, 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 that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize you were there in the Bahamas for that. So it, it ended up being 12 holes. That's not mm-hmm. typical, 
you know, tour golf. Uh, Certainly it would maybe play into the strengths of different players than had it played to its full length and full holes. Um, Nevertheless, well, was the feeling amongst the players that, hey, we would rather play this modified golf course with shortened um, number of holes in which to make birdies and try to, you know, climb the leaderboard. You would rather have that scenario than any sort of a washout. Absolutely, uh, 100%. I mean, it was not, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. I mean, you, you play three rounds, 12 holes, and that makes, Six hole tournament, which made it made it for purposes. Um, we, you know, it's not still everybody played. We all had an opportunity to score. It was exactly the same for everybody. Nobody had any better than anybody else, and we played and we competed. And uh, that that was really what it was all about. I mean, it really was the most torrential river. I mean, there was uh, torrential flooding going on there. I mean, I remember. Uh, Brittany Linsicoe, I'm actually fishing and catching fish on the golf course, uh, and and then, and then within a few, and then within a day or so, we were out on that golf course playing. So, it is very possible to have got it done. And I, this, what happened in in Baton Rouge, is I just, I mean, I feel so bad for the players that aren't having the chance to compete because that's that's what they want to do. They want to have an opportunity to prove themselves on the golf course, to have a chance to compete for a national title. Who who doesn't want that? This is what going to play golfing college is all about. You want to have that opportunity and that chance. Mm. And when COVID took it away from them last year, you know, here we are having this chance again. And and this was their last chance for some of these players. And that's, that's hard to take. You know, and you're talking about some of the teams that, uh, that are some of the best teams in the country that won't get to advance. Number seven, Oregon state, number eight, Houston, number 11, Purdue, number 12, Mississippi state. Those are all great programs and great, Mm -hmm. great, uh, teams that wanted an opportunity to play. And with the golf course being in the shape that it was, you know, you can lift clean in place. You can, you can do casual water. You can, you can make it work. You can always make it work. I, I think what stunned me um, more than anything else was the apparent effort made to do that, just that. I mean, I, you know, when you read Beth Ann Nichols' book about, how there were there was no pumps out in the golf course pumping water. There was no, um, uh, you know, it just. It, I mean, that to me, no maintenance crews out there working at it. That to me is just, just, just lack of effort. And sadly, Why it comes. We even get it in. Yeah, and sadly, it comes right on the heels of what the ladies experience at, at the women's basketball final four, you know, and, and so the NCAA, sometimes uh, they just, they don't get it. They miss the mark a little bit, and it's, it's unfortunate how it's turned out. Well, it is really, and then when you look at, you look at pictures from one of the players post Monday of the men's golf team being able to hit down the LSU hitting balls at the back end of the range when the range was closed for the competitions playing in, in, in the regional, it's, it just it's mind blowing. I mean, bad optics across the board, period. Wow. Karen Stupple's joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And again, uh, check out uh, Beth Ann Nichols' article on that. It really is uh, the telling story. And it's unfortunate. Seven inches of water fell in just a couple of days. And uh, again, it's, it's really the effort. If the effort was put in uh, and there were provisions and they did everything they could do, then then you, you understand that you've done everything you can. It's the feeling that maybe not everything had been done. Let's uh, in, in just a short time we have left, let's shift gears a little bit. This has been the year of the comeback, Karen. I mean, we saw 
saw Lydia Ko mm. get her game back. And then just last week, we see Aria uh, return. This is a former number one player. She, uh, in reading the article, her comments after winning, she had gotten to the point where she was wondering if she was even going to continue to play golf. And then here she is emerging in her homeland to win this event last week at the Honda. I mean, really a neat story and continues this, I guess, theme of, of, of great players finding their form again here in 2021. It, it really does. I mean, you think Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Hideki Matsuyama, I mean, all these players, I mean, they've all come back from, from having droughts in wins. And, and I think part of it is to do, and, and, you know, COVID has been terrible for most things, but I think for some, some people, it was actually quite beneficial. They were able to, to regroup, uh, to, to reassess where, where they are with, with their golf games and, and what actually drives them and spurs them on and, and, and what gives them that little bit of extra room when they need it. Um, people have made some changes. They've had time to do that. And, and now here they are coming back out. Now that we've got galleries, people are able to, to, to feel the, the, the gallery's energy and, and feed off that again. But in Aria Jutanagan's case, I mean, she, she's the most, um, I would say she's, she's not comfortable with being great, if you know what I mean. She, she is, um, has possibly the most amount of talent of anybody on the LPGA Tour, and that's a lofty statement, but she, she really does. But she's the most uncomfortable with it. Um, I'm not sure that she knows what to make of the fact that she's so good. And I think that's really held her back. Um, she she, she got, got to the top, got to world number one, and then all of a sudden she's not. And then, but, she, but I think she quite liked the fact that she wasn't for a bit, but now she realizes that here she is and she can do better and she wants to do better. And uh, she raises you know, money for charities back in Thailand. And, and I think that's really where her focus is. When she's thinking of doing good for other people, that's when she's able to go ahead and win. But she's, she's just, just the... the I mean, unbelievably talented. And I think having Paddy Tavatanikit also won the ANA Inspiration this year. So now the area is not the only major winner from Thailand. There's somebody else to take a little bit of the pressure off of her. I think that's kind of freed her up a bit. That's in, that's interesting. And and then on the men's side of the game, you've got Jordan Spieth, who won in San Antonio, um, oh. and Rory McIlroy, who won just last week. Both those guys coming off big droughts, uh, Rory a couple of years and Jordan Spieth four or five years. No question. And, and I think, you know, when I speak speak about everybody, you know, certainly within the LPGA golf, uh, when Aria Jutanagan and Lydia Ko are playing well, the, the tour seems better. And in the same way as when Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth are playing good, the PGA tour seems better. It's, it, it, it's compelling. Like you, you want to see these guys succeed because all of those players are so open and so honest with what's going on with their golf and, and what's going on with their lives and, and just so good to speak to that you feel like you know them. And so you have a personal, you feel like you have this this uh, look, this connection to their careers. And so so the drive and desire to see them achieve it is, is pretty important and huge for everybody watching. And so it's great to see them playing because you, it, it creates even more fan interest and, and uh, as, you, as you're watching. But with, with regards... You know, Rory. I think everybody knew this was gonna this was coming because the work that he'd been doing with Pete Cowan, you could see it. Um, it was just a question of when is it going to happen. And Jordan, I mean, my goodness, that has been a work in progress and uh, for for a, a while now. I mean, when you think back, his last victory was at Berkdale in 2017 before San Antonio. I mean, that's just a that's just a long time for somebody with Jordan's talent to 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 be away from the winner's circle. 
And uh, it was just exciting. And you can sense the relief from all of those players that, okay, finally, I've done it again. Um, I mean, just tremendous talents, all of them. And, and golf is better because all four are back in the winner's circle. 100%. Hey, by the way, Karen, uh, we had Ian Carter from the BBC on last week. And, and I told uh-huh. Ian, I said, hey, a lot of great European players. Here we are in a Ryder Cup year. I mean, they're not exactly dominating, but they're playing great. This has got to be good for Europe. And, and he kind of he kind of uh, rained on my comment. He's like, yeah, but they're all they're all stale. They're all flat. No one's doing anything. And, and here Rory ends up winning the week. So uh, just so you know, I'm throwing a little love across the pond there. Ian was shooting it down so uh, I, again congratulations on Rory that's got to be huge uh, in a Ryder Cup year yeah. and and by the way I, we're out of time I wanted maybe we can find another time to talk about Aria and her being comfortable with number one Bob brings us up mm. a lot and of course you know his dad Billy Casper one of the great champions of all time but you know yeah. there are certain players that just are not comfortable Yep. In that, you know, with the yellow jersey on, so to speak, right? It yep. just puts them in a in an uncomfortable spot, and you see them quickly fade away. Exactly, exactly. She and she she is exactly that. I mean, you could tell. I mean, she she was great, and and the level level of talent is off the charts. And she she knows it, but my goodness, does, does she does she have to fight? How tough it makes it for her, feeding yeah. wise. And that's really why I've never turned professional because I just, <laughs> I, am, I, I have so much talent. I just, no, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> Karen, you're the best. We've all heard that rumor. <laughs> You've heard the rumor. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the best. Thanks for taking some time on your week off. Enjoy it. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. You're welcome. My pleasure, thanks. boys. Okay, thanks so much. Karen Stubbles joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Love talking to Karen. Uh, all right, we'll take a short break. We'll continue and get into a little PGA Championship preview next with the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoopsvision.com 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft line of golf balls. Check out CallawayGolf.com. This ball changes everything. All right, let's break it down now with America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio, and uh, while that is an important role of his, more importantly, this is the man that provides the players with that book you see in their back pocket at all the tournaments and specifically at the major championships. So next week at Kiowa Island, this guy knows everything there is to know about this golf course, and he joins us right now. What's up, Caddy? I don't know everything. I just act like I know everything. Well, that's, that's the most important. That's why I Caddy. Mm-hmm. Right. Got to be convincing. Got to sell it. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Caddy news, did you see Bones is on the bag next week? I did not. Who's Bones on the bag for? He is bagging it for... Max Homa. Interesting. Max Homa. Wouldn't you know it? Max's caddy teamed up with a buddy of his in the USGA four ball. Oh, the four ball. I and, heard he, about and he that. got in. Yeah. <laughs> and they got yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, he actually asked about a book for Chambers in the home course. And we just shipped those out today. Wow. There you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. So he's skipping the PGA to play in the four ball. That's a real golfer. You're skipping a major championship with a guy who's playing well this year. Man, that's impressive. I, I don't know. I, I, if I wasn't, if I wasn't in him. financial, he's living his life. He's living his life. That's what I'm saying. If I'm not in a financial straight, I, I would rather be swinging it than carrying him. Well, there's no doubt about it. You know, you gotta gotta live your life, right? Oh. Got to live your life. But then again, I, I don't know. There is a bit of obligation there. I mean, if my if my man was competing to win well, a major championship, I would feel a sense of obligation to be there to help be the part yeah. of that winning team. Well, it's also you know how's Max feel about it too? He he's probably just fine with it for you know whatever. I mean, maybe he is. Maybe I, he must be. How does Max feel so. about it? You're bringing back one of the best caddies of all time. I think he's feeling just fine. Yeah, I think he's pretty happy to have well, bones that, on the bag. That's a good point. <laughs> 
You know, did, did I ever tell you about the time Bones caddied for me in the U.S. Open qualifying? Have we run? No. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah, in Ohio at the Open qualifying. It's our first year caddying, so I, uh, I I played in the you know the one in Ohio, and I I really didn't play well in the morning at all. I don't even know what I shot, but I wasn't going to make it. But that's when Bones was caddying for Larry. Larry Mize, and, and so uh, we just played Memorial, and so, you know, whip it out to caddy after, whip it out to play after caddying all week and dead tired. Anyway, so I, 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 was, I was thinking of maybe not even playing the second, and he says, oh, come on, let's do it. I'll caddy for you. I said, all right. So on the first hole, I didn't hit a very good shot, and I chipped it up and made a par, and I told Bones, I said, just tell me what to do. I'm so lost. You just tell me what to do. I birdied five of the next six holes. I was like three or four under coming down, coming down like 15. And he goes, if you don't break 70, I'm never going to caddy for you again. I don't remember what I shot, but he, he did such a phenomenal job. It was tremendous. And that was the first time I had ever had that experience with that good a caddy at all. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't even know if I had hardly even had a caddy ever in anything. And it was just, wow, this guy really is good. That's pretty cool. So did you incorporate anything that you learned from his caddy skill with you on the golf course into your caddy skills later on? No, I didn't say he was as good as I was. I said he was just really good. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Let's not go too far. I mean, he is the caddy yeah. after all. So very yeah, nice. I mean, let's not get carried away here. Just because he's got like 47 wins, several majors, he's the best guy on TV. In my opinion, by far, you taught I mean, him that. Though. Let's not go overboard here. Let's not go overboard here. Come on, you've logged way more broadcast hours than he has, though. Come on. Well, you know, I've got a face made for radio. That's the difference. Well, some of us do. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, let's switch it That's over to right. let's switch it over to next week. The Kiwa Island, the Ocean Course. Take us through this. So we're going to be sitting watching this on TV. Take us through the challenge that the ocean course is going to present. I mean, 7,800 yards. I mean, dang, dude, this thing is going to be a beast. So, hadn't been to Kia for, Kiwa for what, 10 years or something like that? 2012, was yeah, it? Yeah, nine years, yeah. And, um, yeah, but who's counting? And um, I go in there, and it's, it's blowing 20. <laughs> I mean, it's so beautiful walking in there. The, the clubhouses. Tremendous. You sit on the deck in the rocking chairs, watching the ocean. Yeah, it's just, it's really something. It feels kind of wild out there, but then it's so groomed perfectly. It's in tremendous condition. Beautiful place. Peat dye, unique. You know, it's got the little peat dye quirky things to it. And, but it's blowing hard. And as I'm going through the golf course, I'm thinking, this, this is close to being the hardest course in the world today, right now. When it's mm-hmm. blowing 20, it's up there with, I put Wingfoot, Oakmont, and uh, Carnoustie in my hardest golf courses I've ever been on. Those are the, those are the winners. And uh, Kiowa was right there mm-hmm. with those guys. It, yeah, the, the stretch of some of the holes – 500-yard-long par fours, number six, number nine. Ten's a pretty intimidating key shot. It's just crazy. 12, 13, 13 from the back tee. It's, 
you could run out of golf balls from that back tee. Just try to get it over the water. It's it's not that big a carry either. It's just visually, it's kind of like whistling strings. Pete Dyer is a genius at visually intimidating you when you actually have a fair amount of room out there. It's just visually intimidating. So that that's what it is about it. But it's it's cool. Every hole's quite different. Um, you've got some perched greens, like 14 in the par three. It's a long par three with a spill off green. That hole's just vicious. That hole's cruel and inhumane. We should probably just skip it and go to 15. But <laughs> the third hole, you get this nice little short hole, number three. Number one's like the easiest opening hole. It's, there's nothing to it. You just chip it down there, chip a wedge on. Try not to hit it long right. Two's a par five that's got some troubles, but you could reach it. It's, it's a very scorable hole. Number three, you can play drivable. It's a short hole. But it's got this tiny little green, 22 yards deep, and it spills off all over the place. And you could just see yourself just going back and forth on this hole. You know, icing, 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 <laughs> one after the other. You could see that happening. So, ask John Daly yeah. from Pinehurst. Oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. It's, so, it's Caddy, really, so, Caddy, I, 7,800 yards this golf course is going to play, over 7,800 yards. Um, yeah. any idea on the speed of the greens and they can't let them get too fast, especially if the wind comes up. No, you can't let them get fast. There's no way it, as hard as it was blowing the couple days I was, here's the crazy thing. Let's go to the real crux of the matter here. It's blowing 20 plus. And I'm talking to the superintendent. He's like, well, he goes, those, those, those bugs will be coming out soon. And I was like, there's no bugs flying when it's 20 plus. And he said, Oh yeah, there's mosquitoes. And I'm what? Sure enough, these mosquitoes are flying and it's blown 20 miles an hour. Mm. I don't know what kind of DNA. Maybe this is something that also leaked out of some lab somewhere. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. They're huge. Anyway, they come out at night and they fly. It doesn't matter how windy it is. They're going to, they're going to kamikaze you. And that's what they do. Caddy, so, we have one. Anyway, Caddy, we have one minute left. What kind of a player? Uh, we got to give it. What what kind of shots do you have to hit here? Who does it favor? Well, we know from experience that if you drive it three hundred dead straight on every hole, it's fairly easy to win by a number of shots, like Rory did. Um, you've got to almost certainly have to be a good wind player. It's just going to get. It, it, it'll be shocking if it doesn't get windy. It was windy at the Ryder Cup. It was windy at the PGA last time. So you're going to have to be a good wind player. Um, and you got to be able to handle some of those interesting runoff up and downs back back onto the green. So, yeah. It, it gives you actually there's a fair amount of room to drive it. It's actually pretty generous off the tee, even though it's visually intimidating. So bomber's course for sure. Absolutely a bomber's course. Um, bomber win player. So who are your bomber win players? That's your man. DJ should be good there. Mm. I, I think it's right up his alley. All right. He was runner up at the PGA last year. Caddy, great stuff, man. Well, and uh, we'll talk about it all next week. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. The caddy right here on real golf radio. Guy Yoakum joins us next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation. The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. 
Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you. I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here. Looking forward to next week's PGA Championship. And want to go out to our good friend, one of the great golf writers uh, of, of our time and certainly a great uh, storyteller and just an all-around good dude. Guy Yoakum joining us right now. Hey, Guy, how are you? Doing good. Good to be with you guys again. Oh, it's always, always yeah. In fact, I looked at my text, and I think the last time we did this, it was February, and we we went a little tangent into snowblowers or something. So, hey, I thought it was <laughs> it was overdue on on having you back on the show. Yeah, well, you know, the, the pace of our modern world, February is uh, like a thousand years ago. You know, <laughs> the world's turned a lot of times since then, especially the world of golf. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love to, love to talk about what's been going on. 
it, it is kind of an interesting year, isn't it? And we we talked to Karen Stupples about this at the beginning of the hour. It is sort of the year of the comeback. I don't know how they do that. You know, the, the, the Chinese New Year or whatever, they always have the year of the something. I don't know how it translates if it is anything to do with the year of the comeback. But, you know, you got Lydia Ko, you got Aria winning last week, you've got Rory, Jordan, and Jordan playing again, uh, well, again this week. It, it is what kind of felt like maybe a bit of a flat you know, entry into the second major. Suddenly you've got, you know, some guys that, you know, Rook Rory and Jordan alone, uh, regardless of if anyone else shows up, if those two are on their game and competing and battling it out for a major championship, especially with Spieth having a grand slam opportunity on the line, hey, this thing's already going to be good. That's right. You know, a, a, a few comebacks. I, I mean, look, guys like Stuart Sink coming out of nowhere. He's won twice in the last six months. Yep. and. And, you know, Hideki Matsuyama feels a little bit like, a, well, I don't know about a comeback, but sort of a, sure. uh, where's he been? And, and we thought he would probably, would have won a lot by now, certainly won in the United States, you know. So that's right, kind of a, these, these kind of, they feel like fresh faces coming onto the scene, but uh, they are kind of comebacks, I guess. Your thoughts about, uh, first of all, about Jordan Spieth. Um, and what he's been able to do uh, after not winning for four years and and comes back and wins in San Antonio. Um, And then your thoughts about Rory McIlroy last week. Well, Jordan, you know, people say, is Jordan back and and, and that kind of thing? But I I really think he very clearly is back. You know, he's come so close so much that really, you know, golfers, I mean, if it's just a a turn of the ball here here or there, uh, he would have won a – several times already, you know, instead of just once. So, so he's back and he's, he's increasingly playing like sort of the, the Jordan of old, you know, so much fun to watch. He's, he's, he's not a precision player, but uh, man, it's fun to watch him when he gets on the green, you know, and he's in and around the green and, and so much fun. He, he's one of the, you know, he, he can make, if, if you like players being mic'd up and hearing conversations, then you got to love Jordan. You know, I, I, he, he's just fun and, and so pleasing, you know, to, to watch and listen to, you know, just really good. It's interesting. You said he's not a precision player. Um, and yet he, he just is a guy that can fill it up. I mean, he, he, you know, that 55 footer he made on Thursday to, uh, for Eagle to, to close out his first round. It's, he just seems to make stuff like that. He's, he's just one of those guys that, you know, finds a way. He's, he's you know, he, I guess he kind of has the mojo, doesn't he? And the mojo's back. I mean, can't ever forget the image of him at the Open Championship when, when he points to Michael Greller, go get that after he holds it from an impossible place. And, and uh, you know, it's just that type of stuff that we've seen out of him. It was the kind of stuff we saw out of Tiger. Uh, and probably the stuff you remember about Jack in his day. I unfortunately didn't really get to see Jack play all that much much but you know it, the guys that just sort of have the stuff uh and Jordan regardless of what that chicken wings doing or anything else he he's he's had that and he seems to be getting it back yeah maybe maybe he just more gives the impression he he's not a precise player i mean he can drive it all over the map sometimes but uh but maybe you're right he he is a real good iron player you know always has been right. and and the putter's the ultimate precision tool you know and he sure as heck is precise with that but I think it's kind of just more of uh, his way of going and, and you look at that full swing and it, that that chicken wing and it's so artistic looking you know he, he he he's anything but a mechanic 
you know, I, I, I mean, by appearances, you know, he's, he's probably drilled down uh, pretty good, you know, a lifetime. He's, he studied the swing, you know, his coach is, is really into all the science, knows that inside and out, you know, so, so maybe he's, he's more precision than, than he leads me to, to react to, you know, to, 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 to call him not a precision player, player. maybe, maybe he's more, uh, uh, more controlled than that, but but there's there's just a feeling watching him that you know you're you're on kind of a thrill ride, you know that you're you're he, he's going on on the seat of his pants and taking you along with him. So so he's a blast. It's hard not to be a fan of that guy. You know, my dad always called it exciting golf when uh, somebody plays like that. Um, but you know, conversely, the opposite end of the spectrum, you got a guy that that just won last week, Rory McIlroy who's probably got one of the best, if not the best, swing in the game. And if he could putt like Jordan Spieth, I, I don't think anybody would ever beat Rory McIlroy right now. That's right. But, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, George, uh, Rory McIlroy doesn't strike me as a precision player either. You know, I just the way in my head that I, I define it. I mean, geez, when, when, when he won last week, he – I don't know. I want to say he's lucky, but but he was really kind of hitting it kind of woolly down the stretch. You know, he's 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 sort of a thrill ride to watch as well. You know, and so uh, he, he, it's really you know when you watch his swing, it is it's so beautiful to watch. I mean, it's 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 the prettiest thing in pro golf. It really is. It gives the impression that, that when Rory's at his best, he's better than anybody else at his best. Uh, you know that I think that's for sure. I think he's better than DJ just and all that. And when Rory's in full flight, you know we we just haven't seen a lot of that. But it, it fills you with all kinds of anticipation. You know, going going into Kiowa, I think going into the PGA in the heart of the season. Because if uh, I, I think that generally until until Rory got this latest win, you know you had to wonder if his confidence was wasn't shaken a little bit. Uh, you know, he, he just hadn't been winning that much, and certainly not as much as we we would expect him to do. So, but now he he had to be fueled uh, by that win, and you know I, he he's got to be the favorite going into Kiwi. He, he won the PGA there, you know, in 2012, right? So, uh, you know, it's a good meeting of a man and a golf game, and probably a golf course, you know. So, so all eyes will be on Rory going into the, the heart of the city. Guy Yoakum joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Should also uh, wish Mike Weir a happy birthday. And, uh, you know, he also another guy that came back. So uh, add that to the list of 21 comebackers. But let's stick with, um, I don't know why, that was a tangent, but I was just thinking about Mike. Um, and we're all, we're all, we all have Utah ties, so uh, that, that's why I threw that one in there. Let's talk about Kiowa. I know you've spent a lot of time there over the years, and you mentioned 2012. Uh, we had Jeff Root on in the first hour, and Rudin, we laughed about the, bu- the the media bus ride that was about three hours, and it should have been twenty minutes. Um, and how we, all, you know, going in and out of there, so it was a bit of a logistical challenge back then. I don't think they'll have the numbers to have that be a problem this time around. But there, there that was a clinic that Rory put on then. Um, you've I'm, I probably saw some some Ryder Cup maybe there as well. What's your tell us some some thoughts on Kiowa and the Ocean Course and 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 your experiences with it. Uh, well, the first I was not at that 2012 PGA. I, I was not assigned down there, 
and man, I, I was almost glad I wasn't. I mean, the, the stories of that, that, oh. uh, that horrific, I mean, can you imagine sitting on one of those shuttle buses, you know, for, for two and a half hours in that heat? I just heard it was just this perfect vision of hell, you know, with, <laughs> which, which maybe golf riders deserve once in a while, you know. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. In a way, they, they, they don't really work for a living in, in some way, so it's good to see them suffer a little bit, but. Anyway, but but talking about Kiowa, I, I I just I've always been in love with that place. It's um, I for I played it just on the cusp of it opening. It really hadn't been open to public yet, and I played there with Pete Dye, the, the guy you know who who designed it. Nice, it was like a yeah, so it's almost like a, it's a long time ago. You know, it was, uh, and I remember the the feeling back then. It was just so hard. And it was really rough and wild around the edges and sort of out in the middle of nowhere. It was quite an experience. It was, it was hard to imagine it becoming kind of this, this kind of classic venue. It, it just looked like one of those, I don't know, kind of a, like a real estate deal or, or you know, <laughs> who knew what it would, would become. But um, it sure was fabulous in, in the 1991 Ryder Cup, you know, which, which came soon after it, it opened. Yeah. And, um, you know, in my opinion, it's like, it's, it's kind of a neat PGA venue, but it, uh, to me, it's like the best match play course in the world. I mean, it, it certainly produced, there's never been a Ryder Cup better than the 91 Ryder Cup. I mean, that, that was fabulous. But yeah, the war by the shore, man. But, yep. but I'm going to be interested to see what that course will look like this year. I, you know, when Rory won it in 2012, it was, it wasn't the Kiowa that I think that we hoped for. And, and um, it was just different. I mean, at, at the 91 Ryder Cup, it was kind of round out. It was hard as a rock, little goofy, wild bounces all the time, just just really kind of ragged, rough around the edges, and uh, just those dunes everywhere and that awful sand and, and grass and all that. It was just a mean place, you know, in the early going. but when Rory won there, it was just different, man. I mean, the how iron shots were holding, they would hit and stop. It just looked really looked too green to me. And, and, and it was just kind of soft uh, around when guys missed greens and all that. It just wasn't bouncy and kind of that thing that where you, you just want players to be on, on edge a little bit and feel a little bit of fear. And it wasn't like that. It was just a kind of a big, comfy, comfy couch and, and Rory, I mean, he really attacked it. I he won by like eight, right? I, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't afraid of it. And he just kind of went after it. Like he did a congressional, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. He just, just got up there and bombs away. And he, he just so long. And you know, when he, again, when he gets his confidence up, I mean, there's just no, no stopping the guy. So uh, the upshot of that is I hope, that it's that we see that the golf course is more like these earlier iterations at Kiowa uh, than it was in 2012. I I think if it, it is, it, it opens the door for more players. I think it, it if it's bouncy and tough like that, I think it'll really beckon to the shot makers and make for a more interesting kind of harrowing PGA. So 
So, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, well, it's going to play 7,800 yards, so I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a test for sure. Hey, Guy, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, tell your wife happy birthday from us, and we'll talk to you real soon. We'll do it, guys. Nice to hear from you. See you soon. Guy Yoakum joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for being with us. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby casbyrealestate.com that's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com introducing the amazing rewards for business 321 program with the amazing rewards for business visa credit card from zions bank you earn three points for select business purchases two points for travel and one point for all other purchases learn more about the amazing rewards 321 program at zionsbank.com or your local zions bank zions bank we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business subject to credit approval terms conditions and restrictions apply zions bank a division of zbna member fdic Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Thanks so much to Jeff Rude, Karen Stuffles, Caddy, and Guy Yoakum for joining us here on our PGA Preview Edition. Time for pick 'em, Bob. Who you got? Well, I think um, you know. I think about Jordan Spieth, how he's playing well going into a major championships. This gives him. This would give him the opportunity to win the career Grand Slam. 
Xander Shoffley played well in the last major. And uh, so uh, those guys both finished at seven under par. So I'm going to take those two. And for my dark horses, I'm going Will Zalatoris and Tony Fino. Oh, a couple dark horses there. All right, I'm going with Rory, two-time winner of the PGA's. Only had one top 10 since winning at Valhalla in 2014. Uh, and he was 33rd last fall. But with a win last week and having one at this venue, he's the guy to beat. And then I'm going Dustin Johnson. Back-to-back runner-up finishes in his six uh, top 10s there at the PGA. Hasn't had a top 10 since February at Genesis. But, hey, he's looking to avenge that cut at the Masters. And how about defending champ Colin Morikawa, second mm. in GIR, second in strokes gained, tee to green, one on a tough concession golf course for the WGC. Not really a dark horse, but I'm sliding him in there anyway. Should be fun to watch, no doubt about it. Thanks to Dave Glauser. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Enjoy this weekend at the Byron Nelson and next week's PGA Championship. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tita Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.